Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. And that was a pause for effect. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hi. Bradley, why are we playing the Axel F theme song? Uh, because uh, you, dear listeners, have been giving us contributions, submissions uh, for our own theme song here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We're the only show on my talk to have a to not have a theme song. Why? Because it was stolen from us by B. A bleep Arthur. Oh, hey. If okay. It's just my feelings right now with her behavior mm-hmm. by stealing uh. our theme song from us. How dare you? How bloody dare you? Anyway. No, I'm just making more out of it than I need to for effect because we are in the process of selecting a new theme song. And uh, I I have it on good authority, actually. A little birdie told me maybe uh, we might be picking a theme song pretty quickly here. So we're in the final stretch. We are. We are. uh, There will be a new theme song debuting uh, soon. On the Colleen and Bradley Show. But it's been really fun that uh, we've had this opportunity to uh, highlight some of the suggestions of our wonderful listeners. And I do just want to give an actual shout out to uh, David. Because David is the one that suggested Axel F today. Thank you. Thank you, David. Uh, it, also, one more quick piece of business, article of business that I would like to make sure everybody is doing right now. Going yeah. to mytalk1071.com and voting. Because, listen, we complain about the awards that get passed out every year. Oh, they didn't really deserve an award. Oh, I really wish this person would win. Well, now you get to have a say in the matter because it is the first annual My Talk Awards. Thank Yay. you. And you get to be a part of it. It's like people's choice, but better. Uh, you can vote on such categories as D-Bag of the Year, MTV Series of the Year, Publationship of the Year. Yeah, Nobody paid that, us the when they used that term, by the way. That is ours. Thank Our you. Yeah, Anywho. And, and you have until tomorrow to vote. And then all next week, listen from 8 to 9 a.m. The Jason and Alexa Show will share the My Talk Awards with you, dear listeners, based on your votes. You're also going to hear your favorite My Talk hosts get up real early, uh, most of us. Um, and we'll, we will be joining the Jason and Alexa Show to uh, banter about all of the awards that are getting handed out. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. And you get to be a part of this, so you can take some ownership. When you hear those announced, you can say, oh, I voted. I voted yay. Yay. And you can brag to your friends. It's like you're winning the award, really. Um, which you always win the award in our hearts. Uh, now, uh, we've got some business we need to tend to. Oh. Other business on the Colleen and Bradley what show. What business is that? Exactly. Okay, so I'm just going to take you on a quick journey. I keep on seeing stories about Wendy Williams. Yeah. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just like left, Rightly right, and so, center. She's been in the headlines. She's been in the headlines. Wells Fargo's like, uh, girl, I think something's wrong. Yeah, and she's like, uh, no, it's not. Thanks. And, okay, this is why I have started to pay attention. Because, honestly, for a long time there, I was like, either 
either Wendy's not well or she is well. Either she's coming back to her show or she's not coming back to her show. Something's going on. We don't know what it is. I'm going to just let it sort of roll, right? Okay. Until Holly showed up recently with a blind item because that's what she does. Hi. And I don't know if you have it at the ready, Holly. It's fine. I didn't give you enough, but it's fine. We'll paraphrase. (laughs) Blinded by the item. Like Holly just walks around with a Rolodex of blind items at all times. I should, though. No, and based on that. We ask you to. Based on the website that you uh, use, it is not easy. Like somebody needs to give that man some some money to make a better website that's searchable and understandable. It's not it's searchable at all. Old school blogspot.com. So when I ask Holly to quickly furnish a blind item, it's not, not easy. easy. Um, Holly quickly furnishes so many things, but the blind item essentially said that, um, that perhaps the problem with Wendy Williams and the money is that her hus- her ex-husband and his new mistress were trying to get their grubbies all over it. Yeah. And that might be kind of what's at the root sure. of all of this. Yeah. So I can't get that out of my mind. Okay. It is stuck back there like, you know, a song from Encanto that I cannot get out of my head. What that means, but okay. It's the new Disney movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I don't know right? those. I don't oh, watch those. Total I have, earworm. I am not a child, nor have I had children. It's not my thing. But I get it. I Everybody get it. loves it. It's, it's like fine. the number one song. That yes. one song. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah. Well, right now, we go and talk about Wendy because I cannot get that blind item out of my head okay. that said it was her husband and her husband's, her ex-husband and her ex-husband's mistress yeah. trying to get at her money. So then imagine my surprise when beep, boop, boop, beep, this showed up in uh, my feed. Okay. Headline. <clears throat> Wendy Williams hires ex-husband Kevin Hunter's legal team to represent her in bank lawsuit despite their nasty divorce. Okay. Now, I don't know what any of this means. And that's part of it is like, I feel like there's a lot of information flying out everywhere and I, I don't, it don't make no sense to me. Yeah. So she has hired Kevin Hunter, her ex's uh, legal team, who, by the way, still also represents Kevin. Okay. Her ex-husband. Yeah. In many of his business entities. What you have a thought. You're thinking something. You know something. No, I just have thoughts. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) That I'm going to share with you when you're done. Perfect. Hold them. Because here's here's just to kind of step back. Here's what's going on. Uh, Wells Fargo freezed her bank account, one of her many accounts, no doubt. And this one is full of millions. And they were like, hey, Wendy, nope, um, access denied. Turns out her financial advisor, who's been a part of her team for a very, very long time, was the one that sounded the alarm to yep. Wells Fargo and was like, she, she not of sound mind, not happening. Yep. And then she said, uh, or then Wendy said, oh, don't trust her. She's got issues and she tried to do some stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, but why you still go to her, right? And she's like, yeah, we still are in business. And they're like, okay. So then, that was confusing is the point. Right. So now they have to do, there's like a, I can't remember what it's called, like a guardianship hearing or something that um, Wells Fargo needs to engage in. And she has to have legal representation. Mm -hmm. So she was like, hey, remember how my ex-husband did me dirty? I'm just going to talk to his lawyer. Yeah. Okay. Can I do, can I share something Please carry the ones for me. Can you, uh, you work fast. Can you get the Cobra gang together? Mm. Whenever there's trouble, we'll sell the double with a Cobra game. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with a so, Cobra game. Put a 
Like he can't even wait for the song. He's so excited. Put your tinfoil hat on. I'm not saying I have like some revelation, but this uh, is occurring to me as you're sharing this information. Um, Okay. Start with what you just led with. What was the headline that Kevin... That is Kevin, Kevin Hunter, Hunter, the ex of Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. Well, you actually started by saying Kevin Hunter was rumored through NT Lawyer to be kind of trying to pull a fast one on Wendy. Get his money, his grubbies on that money. Let's follow time and space. Mm-hmm. Wells Fargo recently said, we think Wendy needs to have a hearing because we're not sure she's of sound mind or body. What did the headline you just read today say? Wendy hired Kevin Hunter's lawyer. Okay, well, if you're not of sound mind... Mm -hmm. How are you hiring a sound mind lawyer? Why are you assuming that the decisions that she's making are of sound mind? Okay, so this is a good point. I just want to like spell it out for the listener because we don't all share a brain. Mm -hmm. Like we do on this show. So... What I'm suggesting then is it's entirely possible that all of the things are true. That is that Kevin Hunter is trying to pull a fast one. Wells Fargo is concerned that she's not of sound mind. Kevin Hunter's leveraging that lack of sound mind to get his people in to help her. Now, look, I have zero proof, zero firsthand knowledge or zero proof, just to reiterate the obvious. Mm -hmm. So that said, that is a tinfoil hat conspiracy experience, but like that seems entirely possible because here's the one thing I do know with all with all surety confidence. If Wells Fargo is concerned about somebody's wherewithal to make financial decisions, they can't do that because they looked at Wendy the wrong way or Wendy was wearing a, a Statue of Liberty right. costume and fell over backwards on her set and then laughed about it. Nothing to see here. Like, Wells Fargo doesn't care until and unless it involves their money. That right. is the money they're in charge of managing. Mm-hmm. And so I just trust that something is wrong and it's up to Wells Fargo to get the court to agree such that then if the court, and by the way, if the court ends up deciding that something is wrong and they need to look further... I will trust that more than I will trust any account of what's going on behind the scenes, um, courtesy of either anti lawyer or like production assistants who are talking out of the side of their mouth to page six. Okay. I want to tell you something else really quick because I agree with all of what you're saying. Yeah. And tinfoil hat on, this is not real evidence. This is just Team Cobra evidence. Yeah. <sighs> the lawyer himself talked to. Um, Talked to the son. Okay, first of all, okay, why well, are you talking to the son? Yeah, I mean, that tells me a lot about you, but exactly. sure. So uh, his name... The son being a tabloid. <laughs> right? Thank you. Um, his name is LaShawn. Uh, LaShawn Thomas of Miami Entertainment Law Group. Okay. Okay, so LaShawn Thomas talks to the son... And says the following, I'm not representing Wendy and Kevin in an adversarial adversarial proceeding. And Kevin is not that kind of guy. Whatever's going on with Wendy, I don't disclose to him. I believe in protecting the attorney-client privilege. People th- so, And then he goes on to say, like, people think they don't get along, but they, that's not true. They totally get along. What does this sound like to you? Did anybody ask? You mean you're saying that... Um, he's like he's, going out of his way. Yeah. 
to make it sound like everything's copacetic with those two. And like, yeah. I don't talk about yeah. each other's stuff with each other. Did did anybody ask? Like, again, as we've said in the past, when your lips are moving, you're telling lies. Yeah. What I mean by that is he's giving a lot of information. Yeah. Oh, certainly. That I, nobody again, really touched on. Again, I just think it's, it's you know, I... I I think it's pretty obvious that something's going on with Wendy Mm -hmm. and that there are luckily people in place to do her right uh, or do right by her legally. And it's a good thing that Wells Fargo stepped in because because if you believe that somebody is not capable of making good decisions at this moment, like you can find out whether that's true or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a way to do that. So if. If a court finds, you know, and they have somebody go in and decide. Now, look, I know a lot of people say like, hey, we just went through 14 years of Britney's conservatorship. Sure, all of those things are true. But at least, at the very least, and this is not really apples to apples, but at the very least, having somebody determine whether she's able to make good decisions. That's not a bad thing. And you should question anybody who thinks that that's a bad thing, including but not limited to Wendy. Because if I were Wendy... And my bank said, you know, I just want to make sure everything's okay. Why would you fight something like that? You're like, everything's fine. Right. If it wasn't fine, why would you fight that? I mean, you could on some sort of like principled grounds, like I've been a customer at Wells Fargo. Well, yeah, for a reason, because they do business that you like. Right. So like maybe trust that they're doing the right thing. And if they're not, you know, okay, fine. Again, all I'm saying is indications are based on everything that you've shared that there is a reason for Wells Fargo to be concerned. Also, and also too, I just want to remind everybody that when Britney's conservatorship went through, it went through very quickly with no, um, with not without like the due diligence. And this sounds like they're going to actually, you know, have like clinical testing that will be part of the conversation. There's an actual hearing taking place there. It's going to, it just seems like it's more about again, again, it's, 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 it's too soon to tell, but at least we're going in a direction where, you know, somebody might be able to determine what's really going on with Wendy because it's clear. Something is right. We all see it. I mean, you can't, yeah, you don't leave your show, never tell anybody what it's about, mm-hmm. have no expect. Like, the other thing that I will say really quickly is just that... In- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I don't think we talked about I remember reading a story recently about how they were like, yeah, she's not really going to talk about what's going on to her audience. And I'm like, that is the weirdest thing ever because Wendy Williams talks for a living. Mm-hmm. 
And to that would be like you or I just disappearing from the show and nobody ever talking about it. Like that right. would be weird. Right. And we're a midday radio show. Mm-hmm. Like she right. has a national television show. Right. And has like, I would just tape a video and be like, you guys, things are real rough right now. I can't talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Just know that I love you and I miss you and all that stuff. But the report that I read was like, yeah, she's not going to do that. She's going to act like, like that, nothing actually that happened. should raise some flags yeah. for people, I right. think. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly's going to raise flags for us in the form of uh, a dirt alert. She's going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Hal. Hey. hey, guys. Actually, it's all the dirt straight from the UK because we're getting Ugh. some alleged <laughs> supposed details about that settlement between Ooh. Prince Andrew and Virginia Giuffray. Do we all ears. Know how much? Well, were early reports true. Well, Reports from The Telegraph, which is a newspaper over in the UK, say the total amount of the settlement was upwards of $16 million. Wow, that is more than we thought, yeah. Including a contribution from Queen Elizabeth, perhaps, from her private Duchy of Lancaster estate, which means it wouldn't be coming from the taxpayer. Yeah, coming from the taxpayer's money. Now, this this is the thing with the royal money when we talk about royal money it gets complicated over there so they've all got their funny money stashed oh they've all got their funny money stashed and the thing is is that they pull a salary from the british taxpayers Mm -hmm. and then whatever salary they pull you know just like you and me you get to do with that money what you will Mm -hmm. and so what the telegraph is implying is that some of this money came from the Queen's own private stash. Which would make sense and yeah. probably is a good thing, right? Because as a British citizen, you don't want to be a part of this nastiness. Exactly. Now, when reached for comment, Buckingham Palace told People Magazine that, quote, they have never commented on the financial aspects of the Duke's private legal affairs and won't be now. Okay. Well, then. Mm-hmm. Also, it tells um, us we're onto something. The good news is, like, he's not going anywhere, or I should say he's staying right where he is, which is nowhere, in terms of royal status. Like, he lost his privileges, and he'll be Mm -hmm. in the corner for the foreseeable future. And it's not like he's going to get rehabilitated um, when Charles takes over. In fact, he'll be even more isolated because he'll be that much further from the crown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So Prince Andrew is going to stay put where he is. Which is way off in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Virginia Dufresne is going to get that alleged $16 million settlement, which is great for her. I want to be clear about that. That is great for her. And at the same time, it does not equal any type of uh, admission around the things that we would have loved to have hear, heard, heard, heard yeah. him the royal admit. English. <clears throat> right. So. Yeah, heard, heard, anyway. heard, heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linda Evangelista is on the cover of the latest issue of People magazine. Oh, this is like heartbreaking. Yeah, so she's sharing the first photos of her body since she underwent a cool sculpting procedure gone wrong. 
So in an exclusive interview with People magazine, Linda Evangelista opening up about the cosmetic procedure that she said left her brutally disfigured. And you do see photographs and she is sharing honestly mm-hmm. what happened to her body allegedly after this procedure. Yeah, it's like, you, well, first of all, for those of you who are thinking wondering, like what happened, what happened was the places that she tried to freeze the fat off using the cool sculpting then ended up like multiplying fat cells so instead so she has these like sort of localized bulges Mm -hmm. um and this is a model and this is somebody who um whose whole career focused on her body looking a certain way and she has some really um sobering things to say about aging and about how women view aging bodies Mm -hmm. and what she wishes she would have done or known or understood differently um it's a really good read well and it's also just a good reminder that these procedures are not to be taken lightly because they can have you know Mm -hmm. profound long-lasting effects and side effects and can you know be quite quite dangerous if you're not you Mm -hmm. know um if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, she had mentioned this on social media and on Instagram earlier this year, because a lot of people were like, well, where is Linda Evangelista? And she did say, you know, I love being up on the catwalk and now I dread running into someone I know. Yeah, well, she said, I can't live like this anymore and hiding in shame. I just couldn't live in this pain any longer. I'm willing to finally speak. And so she did to People oh, Magazine. Yeah. I, you know, I hope, I hope that that, I hope that that helped her in the way it needed to. And I hope a lot of people learn uh, and discover things from that. Holly, thank you for that dirt alert. Right. Thank Pulling you, double Howls. duty. She's going to be bringing us them blind items next after this on My Talk 1071. Solving those pop culture mysteries on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we do that in the form of blind items. Holly uh, sifts through all of these blind items. And finds us the treasures, and she delivers them to us while we try to solve them. In this segment, we call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, prospecting for blind item gold, except I'm not wearing that onesie with the butt flap. Oh, thank you. No. You don't have any sourdough starter in your pocket? Unfortunately, no. All right. I've just got this mystery. Solve it, please. Okay. Speaking of secrets, now this has been confirmed, so we know who this is about. Speaking of secrets, this A-list actress, who is a celebrity offspring of at least one person higher on the list, should ask her A-list boyfriend why he's on Raya every day, hitting oh. on women and saying he's single. Oh. Oh, is this a new relationship? Newer. Like, and do we call them out as a publicationship? Yes. Is his name Channing Tatum? Oh. Zoe Kravitz? Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, way to find that nugget, Bradley. You're welcome. Just, just, we're sitting on it. Sitting on it. Oh, so Zoe Kravitz, whose parents are Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet, mm-hmm. should ask Channing Tatum why he's on Raya or Raya. The exclusive celebrity yeah, dating it's app. It's so exclusive. We don't, we don't even know, know how to pronounce how to it. it. Thank you. Uh, he's on that every day, hitting on women and saying he's single. Interesting. Okay, can I also just, like, dude, you're dumb. Because you're Channing Tatum. If you're trying to say you're single, somebody's checking. Yeah, but I bet there's a lot of people who don't care. And the other thing is, if it's a publicationship, who are we to say? Maybe mm-hmm. them's the rules. Them's the rules. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, celebrities. Turns out they're not just no, like us. That's I, just or sounds like a lot of work. Maybe they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mysteries. The royal. Yeah. All right, more celebrity gossip mysteries here. Solve this, please. This B-list actress, who is probably not even A-plus list any longer when it comes to name recognition, had a friend act as her assistant when arranging New York Fashion Week tickets, just so it would look like the actress was still important and busy. Oh, Katie. Oh, Katie Holmes. Yeah. That, I guess, makes sense. (laughs) I get it, though. That's such a wampum, but totally. Totally Katie Holmes. Yeah. yeah. So Katie Holmes had a friend act as her assistant when arranging for New York Fashion Week tickets, just so it would look like Katie Holmes was still important and still busy. Good for her. <laughs> Although, like, is her friend her assistant? Because I could totally see that where she's like, I need an assistant. And, you know, Marge is like, sure, I'll, I'll just be your assistant. I'll book your but reservations. Also, from there on, even if she's not her assistant, when she, when Bart, what's it, what'd you call Marge. her? Marge. Marge. When Marge realizes that she gets to sit front row at Fashion Week and do all kinds of cool stuff, she might just yeah take on that role. I mean, I would, if I had a famous friend, I'd be all about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, sign me up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on like who the friend is, I guess, mm-hmm. but. I mean, that's why you send out emails and you pretend that you're own you're your own assistant. Yeah, like right. you know that way it looks like you're important. You're like, hi, I'm so and so's assistant. Yeah, please. Uh, but my I'm name is really uh, just Bob so-and-so. McCracken, and yeah. I am Bob McCracken's assistant. Yeah, and that's the Hollywood power flex. Right. Is that everyone has assistants, and well, then these, oh. especially in an age of technology where you can just hire that service where you have like a receptionist, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like just a bot. Mm-hmm. Hello, how can I help you? And then accept the bot that you hire says, hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Only. oh. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. This back in the day, A-list mostly television actress who all of you know, says she's an empath. She charges fans a thousand dollars and hover her hovers her hands over them for thirty minutes. <laughs> no, before making some it's musical notes on a pot and calls them healed. Oh, and she throws in an <laughs> autograph picture and a certificate of your healing. That's a grift, Rose McGowan. Uh, you know that's a good guess. Oh, okay, that that is a good guess, but. Uh, there are some other. There is another name that is just more so delightful. Give us the, mm-hmm. the uh, characterizers again. Um, this would be a back in the day A minus mostly television actress who all of us know. So there are a couple other names thrown out there where it's like, yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Alyssa Milano. No. Um, who's very ooey wooey? Is it like would we go? Oh yeah. Um, not Tori Spelling, is it? <laughs> she wishes she was. I could totally yeah. see her trying to pull that one. Yeah, there are a couple names here that are uh, coming out. So one of them was a teen star in a sitcom in the late 70s, mm. early 80s. Oh, late 70s even. It comes from a notable family. Her sister's an actor. Oh, oh Drew Barrymore? No. Oh. And her father was a musician. Oh, uh, from One Day at a Time. Mm-hmm. Mc- uh, Mackenzie, Mackenzie Phillips. Phillips. That's one name. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, we- there's another name. Mm-hmm. And what is that person? What era? 
in the 80s and 90s. Not today, though. Okay. But today they're on Twitter a lot. Okay. But unfortunately, you don't know what they're doing on Twitter for a reason. Oh. What is that? And, oh. I, and you, I'm oh. just talking about oh. Bradley and Colleen. Oh. You yeah. guys. Yeah. You know. We've been blocked by Kirstie Alley. Oh, God. That is delightful. Yeah. So I the, love this. All right. So fill in the blanks. maybe Mackenzie Phillips, maybe Kirstie Alley. One of those ladies says she's an empath and she charges fans a thousand dollars and hovers her hands over them for 30 minutes before making some musical notes on a pot and then calls them healed. <sighs> yep. No. And then she throws in oh, an yeah. autographed picture and a certificate of your healing. Just in case you need to show it to your friends. I love that. And by love that, I mean, OMG. Yeah. That like, who's, who's the person that wants, who's getting that service? Like, Oh God, I just really love the Mackenzie Phillips. I'd like her to hold her hands over me. Also, if it were Kirstie Alley, um, Scientology called, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to do that. Right. Right. That's grab the can witchcraft. Hmm. Yeah, for $1,000, though. Yeah, hey, look, again, celebrities grift all the time. I mean, I guess that's just another example. There's a sucker born every day. I'm going to hold my hands on you. (sighs) Do we have another one? That was delightful. Thank you, Holly. No, well, thank NT Lawyer. Mm. He's the one who dug up the dirt. Now, here's some more dirt, more celebrity gossip. Speaking of fashion... There was a look at a show that is being fought over by actresses attending the Oscars. Everyone knows this A-list actress who is an Oscar winner gets first choice because of their long-standing friendship with the designer. But if she says no, there will be a feeding frenzy. It is so intense, the designer will actually get to charge money instead of doing it for free. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. The actress award winner, is she from the United States? Uh, new. Is she from uh, Africa? Yes. Is she Charlize Theron? Yes. So who's the designer? Uh, she I does no perfume commercials. Oh, Stella McCartney? No. no. Uh, For this brand, and she wears it quite often. Uh, no? Okay. No, um, that was your guess. That no. was my random <laughs> French. Uh, but it is a French designer house. Dior. Oh, Chanel. Yes, oh, Dior. Dior. Yes. Yeah. So apparently there is a look at a Dior show that is being fought over by actresses attending the Oscars. And everyone knows that Charlize Theron gets first choice because of her relationship with the fashion house. Mm. But if she says no, there's going to be a feeding frenzy. I'm and curious. It is so about, I want to know about this look. Yeah, I want to know about well, this look, too. Right. We may or may not see it on Charlize Theron, but mm-hmm. yeah. I guess we'll have to wait to find out if she's wearing Dior. Yeah, so apparently the House of Dior will actually get to charge money instead of doing it for free. Because oftentimes... God, I would not want to live in that world. I'm sorry. Just the thought of like having... Oh, uh, no. Of what? Of having to be a, an actress in Hollywood who goes to the Academy Awards. Mm. I know that's like... Oh, I know. That would be rough. It'd be so rough. But just the the like 
gross like gown stuff. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, all the stuff behind the scenes yeah. about, you know, the thought of just having a designer reject you because they don't want you to wear their look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just having We're just not go, even getting offers. Yeah. You know, like how uh. many actresses have been like, "Yeah, nobody wants to dress me." Who dressed you tonight, Holly? Well, this is a piece from Ross Dress for Less. Mm. Dress mm-hmm. barn. <laughs> I'd be like, "I got it secondhand at Arc." So Everything old is new again. Yay! Yay! Those are good, Holly. Thank you Thank for those you. delicious blind items. Uh-huh. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to take a traipse to a publationship corner. And we're going to meet there a publationship that we call Benifer again. Again? Exactly. After this on My Talk 1071. It's cool. And that's not changing until, I don't know. Right. Oh, wait. It's Minnesota yeah. ever. Ever, right? I know, but that nine tomorrow kind of feels like when Fabio was on the roller coaster oh. at Bush Gardens and got whacked with the bird in his so face. So true. Feel so free true. to, to uh, enjoy that experience because it'll be happening repeatedly over the next couple it's months. True. Because it's that point in the in the winter where you're like, oh, we're on the other side. Oh, God, no, it's April yeah. and snowing. I encourage everybody to never say the words, we're on the other side. Although, to be fair, I do honor and thank and give gratitude for the increased daylight that we now are getting oh. each and every day. It thank is a joy. you, Mother Nature. It is a joy. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, we are taking a little trip to Publationship Corner. Bradley, what is a Publationship? It's a relationship for publicity. And who do we find on this corner? Uh, ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, the OGs. And by that, I really mean oh, OGs. Geez. Here we go again with these two. But this oh, time, Jennifer Lopez and uh, Jack uh, Van Impe, mm-hmm. actually, uh, Ben Affleck and oh, Jennifer Lopez. the dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a zombie Publationship, if ever there was. Uh, Google it. Anyway, back to Jennifer Lopez. She is talking right now, you guys, and it is another chapter in her book of this is none of your business, so I'm going to tell you all about it. There's an article from Us Weekly that talks about an interview she did. And this is all, of course, um, this is it was a radio interview that she did. This is all in service of. Her new movie, Marry Me. Yeah, exactly. So I don't want to talk about my relationship. The last time I did, you guys ruined it. So This I'm not, relationship. I'm not right. doing that again, although I'm doing it again and I'm talking about it, but I'm not talking about it. That's the book. Here's the next chapter. Got it. Jennifer Lopez isn't interested in a public proposal. Quote, it's a more intimate thing. Because mm. she was mm-hmm. talking to a radio station. Not ours. Surprise. Um... Mostly because... I think Jennifer Lopez, even if we actually could get her on. Oh, girl, we could get her on and we could get her talking about her movie. True. But, we, point. She but the care. minute we deviated, you would hear a click and a lawsuit would be filed. Mm-hmm. I just, I like, she is no nonsense, right? She doesn't play. Okay, so she says to this uh, very lucky radio station, not ours, quote, <clears throat> I won't tell you who because it's none of your business. No matter. I love public displays of romance. Mm-hmm. We know. <laughs> Shocker. We know, girl. I don't know if I would love a proposal. I think that's a little more intimate thing between two people. Okay. I don't think a proposal, or I do think that a proposal uh, is kind of a sacred, intimate thing that should just be between two people. You know, when you're about to pledge your lives to each other, that's a big deal. Okay, by the way, this is like the most celebrity thing to say. This is the this is like 
they get enough attention when they're not getting engaged that we're just we just want to keep one thing private. Also, I don't believe a word she's saying. Go no, on. No, no. So then it goes on. You know, again to just reiterate, she's currently promoting "Marry Me," a movie wherein she plays a woman who is about to marry her boyfriend, who I didn't realize is uh, played by Maluma. And um, but but so now it all makes sense because she in this movie is supposed to marry the character played by Maluma, who, um. I guess he's been cheating on her. She makes a last minute choice to wed an audience member played by Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. right? Who's a math teacher who came to chaperone his daughter and mm-hmm. hilarity ensues, right? And of course I bet it they does find and true they love. fall in love. Um, and then she says these words that only Jennifer Lopez could say without laughing or the world laughing because it's Jennifer Lopez mm-hmm. and we love her. This movie is personal for me. Yeah, we know, because you're in the midst of a publicationship right now. Hi! Because that's essentially what the movie is doing. Right. Like, this is art imitating life, imitating art, imitating life, to, like, it's that snail shell thing. That just eats itself. No, no I that's a different thing. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. The urbububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububub mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, This came out of my own experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to say a different. Yep. Well, yeah, same place. <laughs> Uh, if past is prologue, mm-hmm. this came out of my own experience. The journey to the love of your life. Sometimes it has its ups and downs, unexpected twists and turns. But I've learned, but what I've learned rather, is that you have to find yourself before you can find that oh person gosh, who's a- going to complete the picture. Like, girl, no, actually, the reason you relate to this movie is, again, you're like living this movie right now with your relationship with Ben Affleck. What now? She's just like a walking essay. You know, like it's what's like, the title of the essay? It's uh, how I found love by Jennifer Lopez, a fiction, a fictional <laughs> essay that she created Fictional herself. Tale. But I mean, she true like the way she even talks about it is so scripted. Yeah. And again, I, I love Jennifer Lopez. Some of my best friends are Jennifer Lopez. I'm all here for Jennifer Lopez, and I'm even kind of here for Ben Affleck and his like. You know, schlumpy way because you know he's he's been through a bunch of stuff, and you just got to kind of have some respect for him. Maybe you don't. I do. Whatever. Anyway, please call our show. Um, it's just that like, does does anybody listen to any of these words? Right. Like, They're- or do we just all go? Ha, 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 I love John Lopez. Yeah, but we've been trained. That's that's the thing. what I mean. Yes, we've been trained to just like grab a spoon and catch it as it comes out of her. <laughs> And just like spoon it in because because I we love do public fall for this crap. Romance, but I don't know if I would love a proposal. Are you telling me for once? But but actually, the, the thing that I wanted to credit her with because she's great at doing this. She is like on point. Nobody is questioning this. Everybody's eating it up like it's ice cream. Right. To your point. Mm-hmm. There is now this thing with celebrity where it's like, I'm going to do it all out loud, but Mm -hmm. I'm not doing any of it out loud. And the thing I'm not doing out loud is like this tiny little thing. Meanwhile, you're all going to know about it, which only happens. Like You only know these Mm -hmm. things because they're sharing them. Why? Because there are celebrities day in and day out. We've said this for years who do things that you never know about are never hinted at right are never looked at because entertainment reporters don't investigate they just kind of mm-hmm. show up and are hand- spoon-fed narratives mm-hmm. so this is all crafted by it's a well-crafted publicity machine mm-hmm. and jennifer lopez lopez is just playing the part agreed 
And she's doing it well. And it's working. Yeah. And And the thing about it is because they they don't do, they're, how do I say this? They bank on the fact that nobody's going to think too carefully about anything. Meanwhile, People we're don't over want here being like, hi, it's our job to pay way too much attention to what you're doing. And that's partly why we sort of have gotten into this place. You know, some people, I think, tune in and go, they're just so pessimistic about celebrities. No, we're tired. No, you we're, know what? We're exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'm actually done with the real world because... Um, <laughs> it's trash. Have you looked? Uh, mm-hmm. And this is like the one area where I can have fun, but I can also play the home game. Right. And the home game, it's just it's so obvious. And it gives me joy because it, it I wake up and I go, oh, look, a celebrity is like speaking out of their keister mm-hmm. to sell a movie. That's what I expect. Well, and also, so, like, it kind of I can go on with my day now. It doesn't make <laughs> you envy them in the same way that you may have at a different time in your oh, life. Oh, it's a it, it it's it is not a a burden most people could probably relate to, but it is certainly a burden and it's just a to be successful in Hollywood requires a very specific kind of person and I think Jennifer Lopez is currently one of the best mm-hmm. exhibitors of how to um make it in Hollywood. Mhm. What's the musical? How to get ahead in business without, without really trying. trying. Yeah. That's her. Except for that the truth is, like, the hustle is exhausting and yeah. she's doing it. And she's yeah, actually well, trying a heck of a yeah, lot. Yeah, she really yeah. is. By the way, she's in a movie called Hustlers. So Funny how that works. That art imitating life again. Mm-hmm. When we return. Good job, honey. But I don't believe for one second if you're getting proposed to, we ain't going to hear about we're it. We're going to know. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the weird superstition that you always practice? 651-641-1071. What's your superstition? Give us a call. We'll talk after this on My Talk 1071.